the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Tired of the negative news and flashover substance? It's time for Today with Dr. Wendy. Dr. Wendy Patrick is a trial attorney, patriot, and Ph.D. with a passion for people and a penchant for politics. Dr. Wendy brings you the headlines, streamlined, news you can use. It's time to be informed, engaged, and entertained. Now, here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick and my co-host Larry Dershman and I want to out of the gate say that we are living in very challenging times and our, our hearts and prayers and, and more than that, our, our efforts as Americans are with the uh, people in the affected regions of the world that need our help today. And, you know, as we go through each week looking for great stories and interesting guests, we have no shortage of just really important people that we need to talk to. And, Larry, I understand we have somebody like that on the line tonight. Who is our first guest? Dr. Anthony George is the senior pastor of First Baptist Church of Atlanta, Georgia. Having served as the church's associate pastor since 2012, he assumed the lead role at the historic church in 2020 upon the retirement of the church's senior pastor of over 50 years, the late Dr. Charles Stanley. Uh, before becoming, uh, before coming to First Baptist of Atlanta, uh, George was the senior pastor of Aloma Church in Winter Park, Florida, a suburb of Orlando, uh, Orlando, Florida, for 15 years. Welcome to the program, Dr. George. Well, I'm honored to be on the program. Thank you. Dr. George, I have to say, personally, I am absolutely thrilled over the moon that you've joined us today. Dr. Charles Stanley, I think I've listened to every single sermon he has ever preached. Uh, I still listen to two or three a day. As Larry knows, I do a lot of walking, and I listen to In Touch Ministries. So I want to thank you for all of the amazing work that you're doing. And as soon as I get out to Atlanta, I, I hope to be able to, to meet you and your congregation in, in person. Um, but I also understand you are passionate about teaching the Bible and applying it to daily life. And that's especially true when it comes to the study of Bible prophecy, which is Something that we have been talking about, we am talking the royal collective we all over the world uh, as we look at what's going on in the region of Israel and Hamas, and we've been talking a lot about Bible prophecy, and I'm just wondering, what are your thoughts on that topic today? Well, I can tell you this, it, it's hard to uh, decide which to put down your Bible or to turn off the news because you're wanting to keep right. the Bible open and the news on 24 hours a day because you're trying to connect the dots. And, and what we know is that everything will reach its culmination right there where things are happening today in God's promised land, the land of the Jewish people. So I, I think these are they're tragic days uh, in which we're living, but they're also times in which in, believers who've been enlightened by prophecy know exactly what's going on. You know, uh, Dr. George, I heard you on the uh, 
to shout them out on TV this uh, uh, past Sunday, and I was so amazed at your presentation. I just had to see if I could find you and get, uh, get you on our show. And the title of your sermon, I believe, was The Stage is Set. So what is globalism, and should Christians be concerned about a world under globalist rule? Well, to answer the last question, absolutely. We should all be concerned because uh, globalism is, is a philosophy, and it's, it's, it's often hard to confine it to a set number of tenets because I think it is evolving in, in different manifestations. But uh, I, I believe it's swept across Europe, and now it has infiltrated our institutions of higher learning, the educational establishment, and certainly the places of power in our nation's capital, and, and in fact, in a lot of state capitals. So for, for Christians to understand what prophecy tells us is going to happen, that there will be a global end times regime, there's, there's no challenge for me in connecting the, the dots to see how globalism is setting the stage for the, the domination of the populations of the world by some global alliance of nations, ultimately headed by a very central figure. So it's very important for us to, to be aware of what's happening. So, Dr. George, your excellent rep reputation precedes you online uh, and precedes you on YouTube. And uh, one of the uh, one of my favorite titles of one of your sermons in that you gave in April is "Never Give Up." And I like that sermon not only because of the uh, wisdom you shared, but also because of the perspective you took. And I can only imagine that remains very steadfastly your uh, your perspective today. You know, Larry and I are both lawyers, and we argue evidence for a living, and you do the same thing. You know, you preach for a verdict. And, you know, I just wonder today, as we continue to follow, like you say, we keep the news on and we keep our Bible open, we can actually kind of make sense of, of what's going on on both fronts. What would your message be, or what, what is one of the messages you have today in terms of just this theme, this promise of never give up? Well, th this is what drives me and inspires my hope and my confidence, and that is that God is enthroned in power. He is in charge no matter what our world looks like and no matter what Amen. our lives feel like. And we know that he has already won the victory when he put his own son on the cross and then after three days raised him up in triumph, he will pronounce that victory by sending his son back into this world. And we know that beyond a kingdom that Christ will have on this earth, those who know him will live forever with him in heaven. So um, our hope is not inspired by anything this world can offer us because Apart from momentary joys and fulfillment in this, in this life, our lives are filled with trials and tragedies. So there has to be more that we look to than what this, this life can give us. And for those who have faith in God, uh, we know there is never cause for giving up because this world is not our home, and our home and our sights are outside of this world. So our, our real hope comes from our faith in God through his son, Jesus. You, you know, uh, Dr. George, we're seeing uh, so many different things kind of merge together 
knowing that we were living in a different time. And I think that really was brought to the fore with the pandemic. But uh, there's been much talk recently about the effect of AI or artificial intelligence will have on our world. Do you see any danger in this new technology or any benefits? How do you see it? Yeah, I certainly do, because um, I read a book back in 2017 called World Without Mind, and it was really my first exposure to the inherent danger of, of algorithms and artificial intelligence. And I think what I realized after reading that book, and of course I've read a lot since then, is that algorithms, which are the nervous system of AI, they're not... Uh, amoral or neutral or arbitrary, the algorithms carry with them the prejudices and the biases and the predetermined conclusions of the engineers that write them and encode them. So the the purpose of AI is ultimately to replace human thought. And of course, yeah, and, and in the scriptures, we're told the battle is our mind, Romans 12, 2, renew your mind and resist conformity. So that's where the danger is, is by letting the engineers and the programmers do our thinking for us. You know, I love what you said about, um, you know, it, it doesn't, it's, it's not really the, the perfect unbiased witness that many people think it is. You know, a lot of people like chat GPT because it's like Google with no ads, but it's only as good as who programmed it. And, you know, everybody comes with implicit biases. And, you know, AI also on a deeper level, I always have thought of it in terms of, you know, God created us in his image. He didn't create AI in his image. We created AI in our image. And I just wonder, um, I don't know if you've preached on this topic yet. If you have, I'm going to watch it on YouTube today. (laughs) If you want to tell me the title of the sermon, but is this sort of something you have really been discussing and, and breaching with your, with your congregation? Because I know a lot of them maybe don't think about it in the way the three of us are discussing it right now with our listeners. I haven't gone in depth on this subject yet, I, I'm, I'm putting together, I have what I call my sermon clipboard, where I have mm-hmm. messages that I've started that I'm working on. But I, I'm really wanting to present as informed a presentation as possible. But it, it it would fall exactly in line with what you've just said, is that AI was was the creation of man, not God. And it, it is it carries with it all of those predetermined biases of those who, who've, who've created it, and for the most part, these are people who do not have a biblical worldview whatsoever. Right. That's right. We're almost at the end of the show, but uh, where can people go to find out more about you and the amazing church you lead? I'm looking at your Facebook page right now, but I'm sure there are other links as well. Well, we ha- our church's website is FBA, which stands for First Baptist Atlanta, FBA.org. And that's the best place to go, and that'll link you to our, our video archive of past services and messages. Mm, well, I look very much forward to joining you the next time out in Atlanta, and I want to thank you for joining the show today. And I want to thank our listeners. You are listening to Today with Dr. Wendy, where we always bring you not only the most 
timely news of the day, but also the most interesting speakers. And today was absolutely no uh, no deviation from that rule. We want to thank Dr. George for joining us and for all the great work he does at First Baptist Church. And we want to make sure that you, our listeners, stick with us. We're going to talk more on the other end of the break about what's going on in our current times. And we're going to expand a little bit about on some of the wisdom Dr. George shared regarding what does it all mean and how can you stay safe. You're listening to Today with Dr. Wendy. We will be back in a flash. News cycle lowlights have no place here. You're listening to the headline highlights on Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Since 1991, the nonprofit National Law Center for Children and Families has been fighting to protect children from sexual exploitation. The National Law Center offers the latest investigative training techniques to police, probation officers, and prosecutors on fighting sexual predators and human traffickers. The NLC also offers human trafficking awareness training to members of the public. Schedule a training for your church or organization today by visiting nationallawcenter.org. That's nationallawcenter.org. It's time for more news you can use. The headlines streamline. It's time for more Today with Dr. Wendy. Now here's your host, Dr. Wendy Patrick. Welcome back to Today with Dr. Wendy. I'm Wendy Patrick and my co-host Larry Dersham and I are going to talk a little bit about threat assessment and how to stay safe. You know, we always like to take whatever is going on in the world and, and kind of bring it down to the practical level to figure out what can we learn from the scenario? How can we protect ourselves if something, God forbid, like it's going on in Israel and Hamas happens here? Um, what shall we make of the sort of uh, threats? I almost said veiled threats, but they're really not that are being made just just resonating around the world to everybody everywhere, um, protests, riots. And Larry, I know that, you know, you have some very practical tips and, and I do as well. And what, what has your sort of sentiment been on, you know, what are some of the very easy takeaways that we can think about as we watch what's going on um, in Israel? Right. Well, the thing that comes to mind uh, first is something I've been thinking about well before uh, the incident that happened in Israel last Saturday. And basically, it's our open border. A problem where there's actually millions of people streaming through. The ones that they know about are into the millions, and the ones that got away that they don't know about, who knows? Uh, many of these people coming across are uh, young men of uh, military age, possibly. They've already caught a number of people on the terror watch list. And why would we do that? They're not tested for uh, disease. They're not required to have vaccinations. They're just letting them flow through. That's a huge danger for all of us, I think. So that's really uh, been weighing on my mind lately, putting us all in danger. Yeah, you know, I'll sort of take a, a different perspective on that, not a, not on your example, but just sort of on how to stay safe, because everything you just mentioned, you know, um, is going on not only in our country, but in other countries when you talk about not only securing borders, but securing safety in public spaces. Uh, one thing that people worry worried about on Friday, for example, is, you know, what kind of public space should they avoid given the, the threats that were made to, to mobilize, to attack, the threats that everybody was worried about. They 
were worried about going to iconic locations, sightseeing, places like Disneyland. I mean, just everybody was afraid. And, you know, better to be prepared. It's not being paranoid to be prepared. But a couple of things I always mention uh, when we're talking about how to stay safe when you're out and about. First is prepare your device. You know, research where you're going and pre-program the local emergency numbers into your cell phone in case you need to call police, fire, paramedics during a crisis. I say this especially if you're traveling abroad. Figure out what the numbers are over there and put them in there. And then bring your charger with you in addition to whatever adapter you're going to need if you're traveling into another country. Uh, Another thing along those lines, keep your social media pages loaded in case you need to, for example, assure friends and family back home that you are safe. You know, sometimes people look first on someplace like Instagram uh, and Facebook to try to make sure that people are safe. Um, I also say protect yourself. You know, look around you. If you had to protect yourself, what would you use as a weapon? You know, what do you have in your vicinity? What Look around and see what you can identify. Protect your senses to be able to do this. I mean, don't have those sunglasses on that are so dark they obstruct your full view of your surroundings. They compromise your depth perception. Take off your earphones that are blasting music so long, so loud you wouldn't be able to hear the siren of a fire truck as you're crossing the street or the screams of pedestrians who spot a, a moving vehicle barreling your way. You know, bring your glasses, bring your hearing aids. I mean, I could go on and on, take your medication, have an ID bracelet if you need it. But, Larry, you know, the fact that, again, yet again, we're talking about these things, you know, you queued it up nicely by focusing on our southern border. When you look at some of the other dangerous places that are being, you know, populated by people that we just don't know, not, you know, to say that everybody's bad, but we just don't know enough. And that, I think, is what has a lot of people talking, Larry, is not that, you know, everybody that comes in to our country is a terrorist or anybody that crosses any border in any country is dangerous. But that unknown question, how do you tell the difference? Yeah. How about this, Wendy? Not only do we have to be concerned about terrorism, but how about our largely lawless large cities? And I'm thinking, unfortunately, about these beautiful cities, Chicago, New York, Los Angeles, many of which have these kind of no-bail laws where basically they bring them in and let them out the same day. And I love those cities. I've been to all of them. Yeah. I'm not sure I would feel safe bringing my family there, even during the daytime. What a sad situation. So not only do we have to worry about external threats, but even internal threats when the laws are not being enforced. And how about these uh, smash and grab mobs that just go in and empty the stores? Why isn't that being controlled? So I'm just wondering Uh, Do they want us to kind of live in fear and to stay home? Why isn't that being addressed? Yeah, so so I'll give you a couple other practical examples based on um, based on the scenarios that you raise. You know, we talk about community policing and the value of getting to know your local law enforcement. You know, first I always say neighborhood watch doesn't work if nobody is watching. But the good people that live in neighborhoods, those residents who know and trust local law enforcement, they're the ones that are more likely to feel comfortable reporting suspicious activity. You know, they are the ones that are most likely to pick up the phone 
phone and call the police um, to make a report. They may even know how to do it because they know the people involved. They may go, their kids may go to school with the children of local law enforcement. I mean, these are communities that everybody knows each other. You know, they're, they're not worried about being paranoid, crime rule for being wrong, because as you say, you know, you don't want somebody to see something yet say nothing. Um, and the other thing I'll say about the cities that you've mentioned, and I agree, you know, these iconic cities, you know, they were at full glory. You just, it, it seems like 10 years ago, the neighborhoods were safe. They were popular. They were filled with tourists pouring into local economies. And now the, the, the picture is very different. Um, but I'll also say for people that live there, you know, protect your home. We talked about protecting yourself, your space. How about your home? Identify not only safe rooms, but what about meeting spots in your community? If, God forbid, the phones were out of order or nobody had a way to communicate, uh, where would you, would you go for emergency supplies? And even your physical home. You know, people that would do us harm are dissuaded by seeing such things as lights a car in the driveway. You know, Lady Justice is blind, but criminals are not. And if they see a light in the driveway, if they see police patrolling the neighborhood, if they see a security guard outside a store, they're going to go somewhere where it might be easier if they're criminally minded. Um, so these are some of the things that we want to do to make our homes as uninviting targets as possible. Right. And I just a couple other tips too, Wendy. Uh, I would say, Try to avoid being in large crowds. And uh, if you are, I, for example, when I, we started to go back to the theaters after some of these mass shootings, I always look for the exits. Where, where are all the exits at? Yes. You have to get up and run, which is important. And then I learned this tip from uh, one of my favorite radio show hosts. I'm not sure if I should name names, but uh, he was a former Secret Service for the president. And he says, he says, take pictures of your car's license plates in case one gets carjacked. You would have that on your phone to be able to tell the police, oh, yeah, my, my license is, is this. And they could look it up. And also, if you suspect that you're being followed home, which I hope doesn't have to happen to anybody listening to this broadcast, don't go home if possible. Go to a police station or a fire station and if you do pull into a driveway, I wouldn't pull into my own driveway, but back it in. And that way, and they, this radio host actually showed a clip uh, because he has a, uh, a rumble page as well of somebody that was being carjacked. He backed it into a driveway. So when the thieves got out to come and get his car, he just would take off really fast because he had backed into the driveway rather than to pull it in the normal way. And just little tips like that can you know, help save your life or your family's life. You know, how sad that we have to be talking about this. I know what radio host you're talking about. Um, but, you know, but these are really good, good examples. Um, you know, a couple more. We talked about, you know, keeping your hearing aids and your glasses and your cell phone and your charger and you've got your emergency numbers. How about water? You know, I know a lot of people nowadays are talking about, you know, food and water. What if you were forced to hunker down or quarantine in a small space because there was, an, God forbid, an active shooter in the building? What do you need to have with you or close by that would not only keep you alive but healthy? So water is important. Um, things like uh, phone numbers, things like, you know, you mentioned taking a note of where the exits are, protecting your access 
to escape access to those exit signs. So that's one of the things that, you know, when we go into a theater nowadays, we sit down with a plan. We don't sit down and, you know, put our cell phone on the floor and hope for the best as our attention is taken up by whatever's on the screen. I mean, theaters are notorious for people not paying attention and being vulnerable to bad actors. So this is all really great. And the very last thing I'll say is protect your family. You know, remember, Larry, the earthquake (laughs) drills we did as kids in school. I mean, we live in Southern California. We had to get under our desks. I know in other parts of the country they do tornado drills and things. Um, There's a lot of talk about, you know, should should everybody have active shooter drills? But what about parents? They should talk through whatever their kids are, are able to process in advance. And that's family to family. But one thing that every parent knows is their kids probably have a little bit more exposure to what's going on in the world when they're at school than maybe we think they do. Because not only are the people talking about it, but even if your kids aren't allowed a cell phone, they may look at somebody else's cell phone. Um, but in any event, we will continue to uh, to cover some of this and, and cover how to stay safe. We want to thank our listeners for joining us this week. You have been listening to today. Day with Dr. Wendy. Please join us next Saturday night, 6 p.m., same place, same station for another edition of Today with Dr. Wendy, where hopefully we'll have a little better news than we did tonight. But nonetheless, we're going to keep following the news and find the silver lining. Have a great week, everyone, and God bless you. Thank you for joining us for Today with Dr. Wendy. You can learn more about Dr. Wendy and how to become a guest or sponsor of the show by visiting wendypatrickphd.com. That's wendypatrickphd.com. Tune in every week at this same time as Dr. Wendy will engage and inspire you with an upbeat viewpoint on the highlights of the day. This has been Today with Dr. Wendy on The Answer San Diego. Since 1991, the nonprofit National Law Center for Children and Families has been fighting to protect children from sexual exploitation. The National Law Center offers the latest investigative training techniques to police, probation officers, and prosecutors on fighting sexual predators and human traffickers. The NLC also offers human trafficking awareness training to members of the public. Schedule a training for your church or organization today by visiting nationallawcenter.org. That's nationallawcenter.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.